On this time each every Friday morning, every era of Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomri Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. And the Freilich Hanukkah. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Miketz. Before I get to Miketz, I'd like to first of all address what we are to do this evening and why. A significant thought about Hanukkah. And then, please God, we'll tie it in to Pashas Miketz. First of all, tonight when we have the privilege of lighting the fourth night of Hanukkah. So be aware that you cannot use the small colored Hanukkah candles to satisfy your obligation tonight. And the reason for this is as follows. We're going to light near Hanukkah tonight before Hadlokas near Shabbos. Near Shabbos, Shabbos light is to be lit approximately 4.15. The Ner Hanukkah were lighting at about 4.10, five minutes before. Now watch. When you light the Ner Hanukkah before the ideal time, the ideal time to light is from 5.10 and on. But we're lighting it an hour before. So there has to be enough fuel to get us from the time we light from 4.10 till 5.10, which is the proper time for lighting. And then, if we were lighting at 5.10, which we can't do because of Shabbos, then it has to burn minimally a half an hour. So that means that the fuel that we use tonight has to last at least an hour and a half. Now, the small colored candles cannot Make it. Therefore, if your oil will burn at least an hour and a half, that's wonderful. Use the oil. And if not, use Shabbos candles. Now, if your Hanukkah menorah does not take the Shabbos candles, so one of two possibilities. You don't need a menorah. If you can put four tea lights on a piece of tin foil, And that would be your four lights. Put that in the window. And a little bit away from those four, you'll put another one as a shamash. And if necessary, you're only going to use one. Because ideally, tonight we light four. But if necessary, bidyeved, if that's the circumstance and situation, one could make the bracha or brachos, even over just one light. But again, you're not to use the um, small colored candles. And as well, in terms of the electric menorah, once again, one cannot recite the brachos <coughs> excuse me, of Ner Hanukkah over the electric menorah. Now, I'd like to share with you a very basic point. We know that the very lighting of the menorah is to remind us of the miracle which took place. They found but one jar of pure oil, and it lasted, as we know, instead of one day, for eight, 
and therefore each night we light the menorah to commemorate this miracle. Now, I'd like to ask a very basic question. In the al that we recite in every Shemona Esrei, and tonight, when we are going to please God, have our Su'udah Shabbos, and tomorrow, so we must include the al in the Birkas Amazon. Why? Because we have to wash for Shabbos, and therefore this Birkas Amazon we have to say. So in the Birkas in the Birkas Amazon tonight and tomorrow and all the Shemona Esrei's of Shabbos, we're going to say, "Wow, look what you did for us, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You Masarto Giborim Biad Chaloshim. You delivered the strong. Listen carefully into the hands of the weak, Rabim." The many, biyad ma'atim, in the hands of the few. The tmeim, the impure, into the hands of the pure. The rishayim, literally the wicked, into the hands of the righteous. And the zaydim and the wanton, into the hands of the students of your Torah. Now I ask you, why don't we have an act to commemorate that miracle, the miracle of the military victory. And I'd like to suggest that what did we go to war for? That in reality, when we light the Ner Hanukkah tonight and throughout the week of Hanukkah, we are reminding ourselves what we went to war for. Why we why did we fight? Unlike Purim, where quote, the physical body of the Jew was in peril there was a threat to destroy by Purim, as it says in the Megillah, Lashmid, Laharog, Uliabed, God forbid, to exterminate the Jewish people. Therefore, since we were saved physically at the time of Purim, therefore there's a mitzvah, number one, to have a festive meal on Purim, and therefore we focus on Purim, Mishloach Manos, and the Su'uda, as opposed to Hanukkah, where the threat was a spiritual threat. Now listen carefully. The Greeks prided themselves that they were, after all, men of knowledge. They were a civilization that produced philosophers like Plato and Aristotle, and historians like Herodotus, and philosophers, dramatists, Sophocles, etc. And they were the ones who, they produced art and architecture. So they believed in wisdom. And they recognized that the Jewish people had wisdom as well. And they said, we have wisdom, and you have wisdom. Our wisdom is like your wisdom. So what was the fight between Greece and the Jewish nation, the answer is, is there a form of wisdom that is beyond man? And the Greeks said no. What man can understand, that is wisdom. What he can't understand, that's not wisdom. And the Jew says, in addition to Chochmas Enushi, the wisdom of man, there is a Chochmas Eloki. There is a wisdom of the divine.
which is beyond man's understanding, and we yield to this higher order of understanding, and that they could not accept. And not only couldn't they accept it, that's what their major gripe against the Jewish people was. And I'll prove it to you. The Greeks had control over the temple. They could have taken a match and burnt the whole temple down. They didn't. What did they do? As we say and sing every night in the Mo'os Tzur, Ufartsu Chomos Migdolai, which means literally they made breaches in the walls of the temple. Now, I ask you, in your mind, what does that mean? Well, you can only imagine that the temple had been completely, um, unfortunately, physically brought under serious disrepair. And the Talmud tells us, no. If you look in the Mishnah, in Midos, the Mishnah tells us what they did was as follows. There was a partition in the Beis Hamikdash called a Soreg, Samach Vav Reish Gimel. And this Soreg was a partition which was found 11 Amos into the Azara, the main courtyard of the temple. And that was the point where beyond that point a non-Jew could not go. And this is what bothered them, that we made a demarcation between Jew and non-Jew. So they took their spears and they made 13 breaches in this sorek, in this partition. They didn't touch the walls of the temple. They were basically saying there is no distinction between your wisdom and our wisdom. And we're saying there is a very significant distinction. And the truth of the matter is, This is the blessing that if one is privileged to see a great, outstanding, secular scholar, one recites a blessing. We basically thank God who has apportioned his knowledge to Basar Vadam. Right, who has, excuse me, given of his knowledge to human beings. God, Nasan, gave knowledge, as opposed to an outstanding Talmud Chacham, that we say, Shecholak Mechachmoso. God has literally given a chilek, a part of his wisdom, namely, that which God has stays. There's a commonality. There's something higher. There's something divine which is found with the Talmud Chacham. And this is what the Greeks could not accept. And therefore, on Hanukkah, we focus on the lighting of the menorah because Haneros Halolu Kodeshem. These lights that we light, they are holy. And that is the point of Hanukkah, to remind ourselves that there is 
the concept of Kedusha, of holiness in this world. They were against Shabbos. And what is Shabbos? Shabbos Kodesh. They were against Mila, circumcision. And what is circumcision? Bris Kodesh. They were against the Jewish calendar, Chodesh. And what is that? Kiddush HaChodesh. They were against the concept of sanctity in this world, and that's what Hanukkah is all about. Now, you have this in the parsha. You have it in the parsha with Yosef, who in, goes down to Egypt, and is able to conduct himself literally in a manner of holiness in an impure environment and society. And that I can show you, interestingly, is what the Shulchan Aruch says based upon the Talmud. When they used to light the menorah outside, and this is coming back in Israel today, facing the door of the home, the mezuzah was on the right, and the Ne'er Hanukkah was on the left. I heard beautifully from one of my colleagues, on the right when you go into the house, reminding you that you're not alone in your house, God is with you in your home. And on the right when you leave your house, going into society, you're taking God with you. And this is what Yosef HaTzadik did, number one. Number two, a very subtle point, but I think it says a lot. If you look in chapter 42, I'm sorry, chapter 43, in Parshas Miketz, where the Torah tells us that there was, quote, separate seating, verse 32 that the Egyptians did not eat with the Jewish people. Why? Kito Eva he lahem. Because this was literally loathsome to the Egyptians. Now Rashi says, look in the Targum and it'll tell you why. And the Targum says, because the Egyptians did not eat the animals because they worshipped the animals. And we ate the animals. So it bothered them, and they, therefore we couldn't eat together. But if you think about it, they look at physical strength, and therefore they put man and animal, forgive me, almost on the same level. And we don't focus on the goof on the body, we focus on the neshama. Elokai, we say every day, neshama shenasat to be the beautiful neshama, the soul that you gave me to horahi. It is pure. The concept of kedusha, the concept of sanctity. This, my friends, is the essence of Hanukkah. And so, when we see the Ne'er Hanukkah, tonight and the rest of the week, it is to remind us, literally, Ashrenu Matov Chalkeinu, how privileged we are that in addition to having the knowledge of all the other branches of the menorah, the primary branch of the menorah, the middle one, was the Ne'er HaMaravi, and as Rashi cites in Parshas Emor, the Torah says that the menorah was placed and that the Edus doesn't only go for the Aron, but the Edus goes for the menorah. Namely, it's a testimony. To the entire world, that God's presence is found in Israel. It was, it is, the Ne'er Hanukkah shows us that we are such a special people and that literally at the core of our existence is the sanctity of the Jew 
and the sanctity of the Jewish people. Shabbat Shalom and a free Hanukkah to all.